Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Underprepared and Overly Caffeinated podcast. As usual, I am Liz. I'm Jess. <clears throat> There's something stuck in my throat. Welcome. <laughs> we are recording on a Monday again, which is never good for us, but we're doing it just for you all. For you all listening tonight, we're doing it for you. So We're here. We're happy. We're excited to be here. <laughs> we just made it by the skin of our teeth. I know. I know. We don't. We probably don't sound that happy, but we are very tired. Seeing as we are both, I feel happy. Moms. You, ha- I, I'm happy. I'm just tired. I'm very uh, tired. I just, um, for all our viewers, our mm. listeners, I just got back from <laughs> pelvic floor PT. She's back, baby. <laughs> back in pelvic floor PT. Girlfriend down there isn't cooperating. <laughs> And um, it was a really it went really late because I have all kinds of problems apparently, so <laughs> lots to talk about. Um, but I'm here. I'm here with and you know my baby is still in right now. Will <laughs> so, she drop out? We're not sure. <laughs> I mean, we only got three Might months have left. Almost so dropped out on the floor today, less, but less than three months. Yeah, they just changed. I just actually got notification, which is funny, as I was arriving home, that they changed my C-section date <laughs> to a day oh. later. <laughs> interesting like no one told me that it's a day (laughs) later and now it's in the afternoon oh which is makes me a little unhappy because i'm gonna be angry right but what are you gonna do when you had your c-section we're just jumping right in because i have questions yep go for it someone just told me this and they're like no one told me when i had my c-section and they're like we're gonna tell you it was my my other pt we're we're probably gonna be friends um because they uh numb you up to your diaphragm that you can't feel yourself breathe do you remember that that made me now now i feel nervous (laughs) i don't remember that two people Um, now have told me they're like yeah it's fine but like you can't because they numb your it goes up to your diaphragm you can't i had the the nerve block it must have been a little bit lower or maybe they just had a i was on a lot of drugs for Mm -hmm. when i was repaired after brayden i had like the c-section block yeah and um but they also gave me like fentanyl so i was very happy and i don't remember <laughs> that and now i kind of want to be like can i also have fentanyl for the birth i do <laughs> because not, i don't want to feel that i don't remember not feeling being able to breathe okay all right that makes um, better. i just remember laying out like jesus on the cross <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, it's pretty close you're birthing a baby so yeah and then there was like this nurse who was like next to me and so my story is very different than Luke's story because he says I was on so much drugs that I had no idea what was going on. Oh, they, but, what did they give you? Like to calm you? Y- yeah. Well, I was very nervous because I was like obviously a major surgery and it was like my first like super major surgery. Oh. Um, But like they gave me like. Um, to relax you? They gave me something to relax me at oh, first. I, I have a cocktail like that. And then I think that was before I got to the C-section room. And then when I was in the C-section room, that's when they gave me the epidural or whatever. Um, whatever they call I wonder it. if they gave you something for the needle. Because the needle, like, it goes deeper than it, and it does Maybe. for an it's epidural. It's very possible. For a very C-section. possible. Um, but I remember, like, this one nurse, he was, like, an older nurse, and he was, like, the one trying to, like, keep me calm, and he was, like, right next to my head, and I remember Luke being on, like, the opposite side of the room and, like, so far away from me, and, like, I hated that, and it made me, like, super anxious that my husband wasn't, like, right there next to me, <laughs> but Luke says he was there the whole time, so I don't really know. <laughs> oh, so maybe you did get, you might, maybe you got some good drugs. I got, I definitely must have, because I was... I'm going to request that. I need to do some Googling. What can I request? (laughs) The worst thing for me, um, like I said, I don't really remember. I don't remember feeling anything whatsoever for that 
uh, that for the C-section. When I got the epidural for Hunter, because I was in like natural, like I was in an induced labor, uh-huh. and they gave me the epidural. I remember my legs tingling and like they felt like sandbags and it annoyed the crap out of me. Like I hated oh, it. <laughs> I hated That's it funny. so much. I like I wanted to move my legs and I couldn't. And I was like, this is the worst feeling ever. <laughs> I think also, I was also probably better than what I was actually feeling during the labor. I was gonna say, yeah, I I remember the relief I had after I had because I had eight hours of contractions before right. they gave me the epidural. Um and I remember just being like, thank god but yeah. i also was on morphine when they gave it to me yeah because i had been having con- like the, the contractions are so painful they couldn't give it to me yet that they gave me morphine so i don't remember i was like very out of it i remember like leaning forward and the nurse i told the nurse I was like i might fall because mm. i was really dizzy from the morphine <laughs> and oh, she's yeah. like no 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 she's like just hold on to me and i like gripped her so poor thing <laughs> i love I, like, how I have no control over my body i love how they're like don't move a muscle and i'm like okay that's a lot of pressure to put on me right now <laughs> Like I don't remember them sticking telling me that. a needle. You're sticking a needle in my spine. Yes, Wait, I'm I'm probably gonna freak out. It's so <laughs> weird. I'm like Luke. Make sure I don't move. Like I was like I don't know if I can focus on. Luke this. was in there with well, you when it gave when I got the epidural. Yeah, they don't allow them. I'm pretty sure he was in there with me. They don't allow husbands don't... unless it changed. He wasn't. He wasn't with me um, when I got my. I know when uh, I was waiting to get the C-section for Emmett. When I got my IV put in, he wasn't in the room with me. I remember that. I'll have Reese to was ask. In the room. Reese was in the room for the IV, but they told me no. dads cannot come in for the epidurals because a lot of them pass out. I'll so they make them him. wait outside. He'll have to correction corner me then because I don't had remember. To, Reese had to go I outside. thought he was. I thought, I thought he was looking at, like, he was, like, looking at, he's like, they told me to focus on him. I, I thought that he was there. Um but yeah, he'll have to correct me. He'll probably remember that. Yeah, because um, they for Brayden, they were like, no, 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 dads can't come in. I didn't ask. They're like, he just can't, like, they're like, he can't come in for this part. And I was like, yeah. I don't care. I'm when, on drugs anyway. When they were giving me the IV before Emmett, they told me that husbands weren't allowed in because they passed out. Are you sure you're not confused with the epidural and the no, IV? No, no, I swear, just for the IV, because when I went in for the C-section... I would smack my husband if he passed out during an IV. No, I know, and Luke, <laughs> like, I, Luke's not a skittish kind of guy, so I would not I would have been really surprised if he did pass out, but, like, I remember... But see, that makes they, no, if they allowed you for the IV, it makes no sense that they had allowed him for an epidural, but there's a needle, like, this big I, going into listen, your spine. There's I no way they allowed know. that. I don't know, okay? <laughs> I know, that just makes no sense. Here, do you want me to call him in right now? <laughs> kind of. Because, like, if they're protocol was like no ivs for husbands they're not gonna let them watch an epidural i don't know i saw my iv but it was put in the well probably for you too they blew my vein for the iv so he had to watch them try like a few Um, times yeah no he definitely wasn't there for the iv because i remember them telling me that they didn't allow husbands in the iv and they pulled me into that room first for like a half hour before they pulled him pulled him in so i remember that for sure that's weird yeah but I don't know, whatever. Um, what a start. <laughs> did you have Welcome. another C-section question while we're at it? Someone tell us. Yeah, I have I have probably a lot of questions. I was fine until someone told me I'm not going to feel myself breathe. And I'm like, I I'm not going to like that. I really don't remember that. I really don't remember that. I'm trying to request medication. But now that I'm going to think about it, I'm probably going to be <laughs> in my C-section. Now you're going to be like, nervous. Oh, my God, I can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> you start panicking. You're like, yes. <laughs> Am I breathing? Lady, you're fine. <laughs> well, my C-section's a couple weeks before yours, so I'll tell you. There you go. There you go. If I could breathe or not. That's that's even if baby boy makes it to a C-section. It's all going to be up in the air. I have a feeling he will. They love being inside your womb. They do. They don't your like Your womb is out. very cozy. <sighs> they really don't like I mean, Emmett was forced out two weeks prior because he was breech. 
Hunter, he did oh, not want right, to get yeah. out. He was not. He was comfortable where he was. He did not want to come out. We had to push it. Like we had to force him out. Um, and then we'll see what this baby boy does. Um, but who knows? Maybe didn't he'll want come to come early. Out, but pressed the wrong button. And evacuated. <laughs> he pressed the evacuation button, but he didn't I mean to. <laughs> he was too curious, and it the makes total sense if you like know him now. The start <laughs> of his personality. <laughs> totally. <laughs> it says, "Don't press this big button." He's like, "I gotta do it. I gotta do it." <laughs> Wait, just kidding. I didn't want to. All right. Uh, what are you drinking tonight, Jess? I'm just drinking my tea with caffeine. With caffeine, totally shouldn't be. Um, I I don't know the actual caffeine content of my tea. It's my blueberry tea, guys, that I love. Not with they don't tequila. Put it on the don't back. I? No, I don't know why they should. I googled it once, and it's like a very low. This same amount is in like green tea, so yeah. it's like low. But um, it's interesting because if I do drink too much before bed, I will feel it. Well, it's probably a lot of sugar. Uh, it's not real sugar, right? It's um, no, no. Mommy doesn't drink real sugar. Um, I don't know like what the sweetener is. No, you don't know. I forgot what it is. It's probably not really. It's not great. <laughs> but I'm having trouble. I'm having such reflux. Mm. Baby girl's giving me such reflux that I'm having trouble with like water right now again. So, um, yeah, that's what I'm drinking. Nice. I am drinking de-alcoholized wine. It has less. I'm than sorry. Half- can you say that again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. I got that out really well. I was actually really proud of myself. De-alcoholized wine. I didn't so, even know that was like a term. Yeah. So there's less than one half of percent of alcohol in it. So one half of percent? Less. Less than one Wait, half of a less percent. Less than one half. Oh, a percent. Of a, a percent. Yeah. I heard that wrong. So, so um, it's a, cab- a Cabernet Sauvignon uh, kind. Um, Ariel oh, brand. Um, there's only two kinds. Is she a mermaid? Know. <laughs> no, it's actually spelled the same way, though. Um it, there's only two kinds of uh, alcohol-free, quote-unquote, uh, wine, and that's one's free, F-R-E, which we sell, uh, not we sell, we give out at work to the old people. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that good. It's like juice. and it, it actually has a couple percent okay. of alcohol. Um, that one, eh, it's okay. I, I'll do it if I'm like really needing like something different besides water. Uh-huh. Um, but this one, yeah, this one's really good. It actually tastes um, less like juicy. Wine or like wine um but it, like it doesn't have very much alcohol if anything like i said less than half a percent so if y'all are craving a wine a glass of wine i would say go with this brand it's a great, it's a great recommendation brand. Um, i'm struggling with like finding things to drink right now i did want to mention to you struggling i know that you said you were craving beer i am which is so gross so, <laughs> so here I, I heard coors light came out with a alcohol free uh popsicle or ice cream a beer popsicle <laughs> yeah can or i bring like, it to the i don't know if, i don't know if it's a popsicle or an ice cream but there's no alcohol in it from what i i mean I, they wouldn't Wait, be able you to know how you're allowed like clear liquids before surgery do you think <laughs> if i come to the hospital with a beer popsicle before my c-section i will be judged will know. social services be called <laughs> just gonna rip like there's open. no alcohol in it so i don't know if that <laughs> would help cra- i don't know if that would help curb your craving but I Maybe. thought Reese I, I heard that on the radio. His non-alcoholic beer, and I will have a sip or two every yeah. time he has one. Which yeah. I'm just like, I don't know why. It's the funny thing is, I'm gonna give birth and be like, I do not want beer. Right, <laughs> like, I'm right. not gonna want it at all. Yeah. Um, but right now, I could go for a beer and a cold cut, like a <laughs> 45 year old alcoholic man. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's what I'm drinking. Um, I I was really 
um, I had a really, really busy and rough week last week and this weekend. Um, Mm -hmm. I did not stop moving. So today did not help. Today was a Monday. So it was just as busy, um, just as hectic. Um, so I needed this to make me feel a little bit better. Um, even though it's real, not, uh, really not real wine. It's pretending. Um, but that's all right. So, um, let's talk about, um, how our children are doing when it comes to the addition of a new sibling. Woo-hoo. I think we've kind of touched on this before. Probably. I've touched on like brain. transitions. Yeah. We've, t- we have such pregnancy brain, so I don't really understand. <laughs> you know, remember what we talked about last week. <laughs> No, Reese always asks me what I talk, or he's like, I listened to your podcast. I'm like, what did we talk about? (laughs) I don't remember. Um, So, um, first of all, I want to get your opinion um, Mm -hmm. based on your schooling and I love this um, topic and child my jam. Yeah, so you have a child development background, Mm -hmm. and you know kind of the basics on how to introduce children to certain aspects of their life, which Mm -hmm. um, I've always found fascinating. Um, So my favorite from your schooling what do they say is the best way to introduce a new sibling um to a child um and 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 what are the steps that you take to get there um well to be um very clear i we don't specifically learn that topic (laughs) like what that's not a whole lesson (laughs) we have a whole class on new siblings no and just in case people are curious what does she do for as you can tell i am not a scholar so i'm just asking these questions so so please correct me anyone hasn't listened um i am a child life specialist we work with children mostly in hospital settings children their families and we help them essentially cope with what's going on normalizing the hospital environment preparing them um for whatever they're going to see feel hear, whatever in the hospital so a big portion of my education is my master's is essentially in child development and um a lot of that and this is my favorite subject i could talk all day for this i'm like a i love that stuff um a big part of what we do is is preparing kids so you know, we know there's a lot of research out there that like preparing kids for what they're going to see and feel and hear in developmentally appropriate ways, of course, helps them cope, helps deal with anxiety and um, actually can help reduce the amount of like pain meds that are needed. So we learned about like, you know, basic knowledge of development will kind of help you and how to prepare and talk to your child. So a lot of what I do on the day to day is preparing kids for a lot of procedures and hospitalizations, things like that, and even preparing parents, helping prepare parents for how to talk to their kids um so i love the subject and we have started doing it i do it all the time with brayden i prepare him for everything and he does really well he he does so much better with preparation and i think the biggest key for having a sibling and I'm, again i'm not an expert i'm not i've never had another baby before we're doing our best with brayden and there are still some things that i have questions about but i think just um um, setting expectations for kids, especially little ones, like Hunter and Brayden, especially because they're young. They're still like toddlers. Um, and just giving them the lowdown, like this is what's going to happen. This is what it's going to look like. Um, and then letting them play it out. That's my favorite. We brought, I bought Brayden a doll. <laughs> Some might disagree with me. 
No one, not like. I don't disagree. I love dolls. Not <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I'll never get playing. the chance to buy one for my daughter. So it's going to have to be for my son. <laughs> you can Listen, I'm currently playing dolls with my child. So, um, so it's funny. Britain is two and a half and we haven't. Um, I didn't tell him very early we were pregnant because I didn't want to confuse him. I didn't know how much he would understand. It's a pretty con, um, a pretty abstract or pretty, uh, I forgot the word I'm looking for. Pregnancy brain. Uh, complex. There we go. It's complex kind of idea. Um, so we told him like the very basics, like after we knew everything was good and we were in the lower risk and he kind of like was like, whatever, he was cool about it. Um, but now he's super into it. Like he is very, he talks about it on, we don't talk about it a ton because I don't want to, we always say this at work too. Like if you talk about something too much, you're making it a thing. We don't want it to be a, a thing. Like any something that's going to overwhelm him or give him anxiety or confuse him. So like we don't push it on him. So um, I think the biggest thing was telling him, you know, mommy has a baby in her belly. And when the baby gets bigger, the doctors will take baby out and she'll come home and she's going to be a part of our family. Um, and he very much has latched onto that. And we, I just bought him a doll that he can practice with. Cause he keeps, um, he keeps asking, he told me yesterday, he's like, mom, I'm not going to hurt the baby. <laughs> I was like, no, we shouldn't do that. He's like, I'm, I'm going to hold her. And he tries to like hold his hands up to like show how tiny she's going to be and like how to hold her. And he like holds his like, little toys he has now like he tries to like imagine what it's going to be like to hold a baby so i think in preparation for kids the way that kids understand the world is through play like that's how they understand things and you'll actually see kids playing out things that have happened in their life um brayden is super into baby play right now with his even his like potato heads he wants to put the baby in his belly and he wants to get his his doctor kit to take the baby out um and you can see like that's how he's trying to understand or make sense of this. So the biggest thing is like letting kids play it out and giving them like developmentally appropriate explanations. Like you don't want to throw too much at them, just enough that they know something is coming and this is what it's going to look like. But in a way that for your child and every child looks different, some kids can take more information. Others can't handle a ton of information. You have to kind of go closer. Some kids can handle information months and months in advance. Some kids really need to be like closer to the the due date or closer to whatever it is, doesn't have to be a baby. Um, It's just like really knowing your kid. We always say parents know their kids best. So you know how to best talk to them. Okay. Um, (laughs) I, no, no, it was great. (laughs) That was great. great. Okay. (laughs) I'm just trying to figure out where I'm going to go next. You were just answering all my questions. Uh, So, uh, yeah. So I I love that Brayden is fully taking charge and, and, you know, playing this it. out and really getting into it. And, and he's excited that he's going to have a little sister. I yeah, think he keeps saying, mom, mom, I love it. I'm getting a baby. I'm you know, you, a always, baby, mom. <laughs> you always worry that your firstborn is going to be like jealous immediately because, mm-hmm. you know, but they don't really understand either right away. Why would they be, why they could get jealous? You know, right. it's not until the baby comes where they're like, oh, mommy's putting all her attention on the baby and not me mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was pregnant with Hunter, I think I'm pretty much did the same thing with Emmett. Um, you know, we introduced, we told him what was going to happen and the baby was going to mm-hmm. come out. He was going to be a big brother. And he was so excited. He was so, 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 so excited. So cute. Um, and he was, um, a little bit older than Brayden was. He was 
three. He was already three, right? Yeah, he was three um, when Hunter was born. So he kind of, he was a little bit farther ahead than Brayden, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, I mean, it really wasn't by much. So um, he did really, really well. Um, I don't remember ever him ever having like tantrums um, regarding the baby at first or anything. I don't think he ever um, was jealous right away. But as Emmett and Hunter got older, um, Emmett kind of realized like, oh, I really can't play with him yet. So this Mm -hmm. is kind of boring or Mm -hmm. he's too young to do this or, you know, he's taking my toys. It's like, okay, well, he's like one. He doesn't even know better. (laughs) you know. (laughs) So like that was kind of where we started to have the issues um, with Emmett um, at that age because he didn't understand that Hunter didn't understand what was going on with their play. Um, so now that I have baby number three, um, in my belly, when we told the boys, we told them together and it was kind of like a, a quick thing because we were about to tell my parents and we figured we'd have to tell them my kids first. Um, we just didn't want to tell them too soon and then have them tell everyone before we could. So, (laughs) so when we told them, of course, Emmett, you know, he was six, um, yeah, he was already six at the, uh, when we told him. He was immediately excited. He was always he was excited. He's been asking for another sibling for like at least a couple <laughs> of years. <laughs> I'm like, is Hunter like, finally mom? <laughs> so he was so excited. Hunter, like he kind of understood, but he was mm-hmm. he was only two technically right. at the time when he found out. So he was kind of like, okay, there's a baby. Like he knows what like, a baby. What does this is. mean? Right. Yeah. But he was he was like he was excited because Emmett was excited, but right. he didn't know how to be excited on his own about it. Mm-hmm. So then, as the months have gone by, he has progressively got more interested in the baby, and yeah. I think it helps too to have Emmett there so that he can understand that. Okay, so Emmett's my big brother. Now I'm going to be a big brother to this right. baby. Um. The only difference this time is that I can't do the same progression that I did with Emmett because I'm doing it with two different age groups right now. So I feel like I'm uh-huh. I feel like I'm talking to Emmett at an older um comprehension, right. but mm-hmm. I'm also talking right, to so Hunter so. at an older comprehension because I'm doing it with them together. Right. So I, I don't know if He's going to be as prepared as Emmett, mm-hmm. um, as Emmett was. But at the same time, he's just as excited as Emmett was at this yeah. stage. You know, he's putting the babies in his belly. He's, so you know, cute. they're telling me that. like, oh, mom, you're going to poop out the baby. Like, I, that's what they think is going to happen. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not. Brayden gonna- hasn't asked yet. And I'm like, I like, I don't think he will. But I'm like, oh, God, what do you think is going to happen? I, I really. He think- thinks it's coming out of my belly button. That's what I, he keeps. He keeps asking me to lift my shirt. to. I, He's like, she's in there. She's in there. <laughs> I don't remember how we got onto the topic, but they think I poop him, poop the baby out. And I'm like, I mean, I mean, they're not. <laughs> you're not wrong. wrong. <laughs> you're not super wrong. There's a lot of pooping involved. <laughs> There's pooping involved and you push the same way. Exactly. It's, so they're not wrong. Much. It's just the wrong hole. <laughs> yes. But like, do we really? But like, I'm that? not, I'm not telling him that. <laughs> Here's a diagram. Else, See, else- that would be an an um, example of a developmentally inappropriate way correct. to correct. tell your six correct. and three-year-old. And I, I have um, told, I have explained to Emmett that he was taken out of my belly um, and I have a scar and he's seen the scar. Oh, um, cool. So he does know that there are other ways to take the baby out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see as the next three months go, 
um, how much more Hunter is preparing himself because he's doing the same <clears> things all the same <throat> things that Brayden is. Um, he's not asking too many questions. He's just assuming, like, okay, I'm just gonna have a baby brother. He's like, yes, it is but what it is. I think with Emmett, I was more like, listen, mommy's gonna have to sit with the baby more, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. have to give the baby more attention. And I don't think I've been that vocal about it with Hunter yet. And I don't know if it's, I just, I think it's just hasn't come up, honestly. Like, it's just not something that, like, right. I don't talk about the baby on a daily basis. Anyone who brings up the baby is typically the kids. They're like, oh, right. I'm going to kiss mommy's belly. That's or mommy, here, ha- yeah. you know, is what's the baby, what's the baby want to eat today? You know, <laughs> I'm always like craving something. <laughs> Let <know>? me tell you. <laughs> so, you know, so I don't really think about like, oh, when the baby gets here, but also it's still so far away that I don't want to do it. Time exactly. Exactly. It's and so I don't want to, I don't want to talk about it too, too early. I agree. And then have them either forget get or have to keep asking over and over again so, right or it can be like overwhelming because right. then and sometimes kids have and we this is like within any context kids when they don't understand something they fill in the gaps on their own and that's often where misinformation comes from um yeah. and then you have especially like a hunter and even brayden probably more so hunter but like the imagination has kicked in for them yeah and that's when they start like making ideas or, or coming up with what to fill in those gaps, they put their own information in. And that can be really misleading and it can lead to, you know, issues. But I love, like even, I mean, you could talk to Hunter and Emmett separately, but I love, um, I'm not like a huge, we try to learn at screen time in our house. <laughs> Some days are better than others just because Brayden does better without it. But um, I love, there's like a Coco Melon show that mm-hmm. Cody brings home his new baby. Brayden was fascinated with. Yeah. Um, I love certain, like, Daniel Tiger has a great episode where baby Margaret comes home. I love screen time for that because that's a way for kids to kind of see it out. Mm-hmm. And I love books. I love books talking about preparation. Um, what we want to do is, and we haven't talked to him, we don't want to make him nervous. And I don't think he would be because he loves my parents' house. But um, there's a place you can make your own board books Oh yeah, online. And we're going to make him one about prep for baby because we do want him to know like mommy's going to go in the hospital. So I've started telling him that the hospital is not just a bad place because <laughs> which is terrible in my profession that like we've always been like, you're going to have to go to the hospital if you do that. Because <laughs> now mom's going to the hospital. So I'm like, no, that's where people go for a lot of things. Um, but we want him to know mommy's going to be in the hospital for a few days. He's never been away from me for a few days. Right. Um, you're going to sleep at Meme's. You'll. We want to do a whole routine thing for him. And that will be much closer. And we probably won't do that until like a few days before i was gonna say um, real quick completely honest real quick do you think you're going to um kind of increase um his sleepovers a little bit and we've talked about it used to it he he just did a um my mom just got he just got a big boy bed at my mom's house now officially just came in Um, my dad built it this weekend so he went to see it today which is how he ended up at my parents house (laughs) um but yeah so they were waiting because he doesn't sleep well in there he ends up sleeping in bed with them, but now he has a big boy bed. So, um, and he's been going down better for my mom. So we're gonna, he's like totally comfortable at my parents' house. Right, he, right. like does not care. He, yeah. Um, he'll, <laughs> he's like, bye mom, doesn't care. Yeah. But I just want him to know like, you won't see mommy. Well, he'll see me because he can come visit, but. Right. We want him to be prepared that mommy will be in the hospital for a few days. So we're planning on doing that, but again, not till closer because we don't want to confuse him. Um, okay. So right now it's a lot of just like letting him play and um we don't bring it up too much when he's the one who brings it up he likes to hug her now in the morning he'll be like mom he wants me to lift my shirt mm-hmm. 
Like you'll talk into my belly button like it's a speaker. <laughs> I mean, like, honestly, that's probably the closest you could get. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, because I told him he he wanted to talk to her, and I was like, she can hear you now. You, yeah. She's gonna know your voice. So he'll like, like put his put his mouth to my belly button, and be like, "Good morning, baby." <laughs> and he's like, "Mom, she hears me." <laughs> like she does. She finds her demon. <laughs> He's probably gonna be like, "Oh God." Um, she will move sometimes when he talks, which is cute. Mm. But he um got his doctor kit and he got yep. his tweezers the other day, and he's like, "Mom, oh. I can take the baby out." <laughs> it's like, please don't. <laughs> appreciate it buddy but no thank you um so just like a lot of like letting him play it out to help him understand and if he asks questions a lot of it he's not asking questions a lot of it is he's repeating stuff to us like and i think that's his way of asking he'll be like mom i'm I'm, I'm gonna hold the baby i'm like yep you'll be able to hold the baby really gentle and he's like mm, i'm gonna feed the baby yep you can help feed the baby her bottle and he <laughs> but now he'll be like baby gonna sleep in my paw patrol bed I'm like, no 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 babies can't sleep in that she's gonna have a special baby bed baby gonna play with my paw patrol toys mm-hmm. no babies don't like paw patrol toys she's she's really gonna you know she's gonna do a lot of sleeping it's like and crying yeah she's gonna cry a lot mm-hmm. yep um so like i think that's his way of just trying to understand like all right what's this gonna look like yeah but i think a big thing too is keeping and we're gonna try our hardest to keep his routine as close to normal as possible um kids thrive on routines that's it it's good for them they know what to expect it helps regulate them um and in any big change with anything whether it's like a death in the family or a new baby coming in or you know someone moving out or in they say the the one of the most important things you can do is keep their routine as close to normal as possible because that's how they get control and how they um feel secure so we're gonna try to do that and keep everything as normal my parents still coming to see him and take him and do their stuff together and um, we're going to try to, you know, bedtime routine as close to normal as possible, even though yeah. mommy will be out of commission for a while. Right. Right. Um, but he kind of knows like when I've hurt my back, if we tell him like mommy's back is hurting, she can't, he's mm. pretty good about being like, okay. Um, which, <laughs> funny story real quick. The other day I didn't feel good and I was laying down most of the day and, and he gets on the couch. He goes, mom, I don't feel well. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, you don't feel, Super Beast goes, oh, buddy, what doesn't feel good? He goes, my back. <laughs> what did he say? My back, my belly, and my, my headache. <laughs> it's like he's been listening to me too much. Yeah. <laughs> he's you know, like, wow, he has all your complaints. <laughs> you know what's funny is that, so Hunter's been mimicking us, like if we like mm. cough or anything, right? Oh, yeah. So today, parrots. I'm, I'm eating my dinner and um, I swallowed a piece of corn the wrong way. So I was choking on it. <laughs> So I'm like coughing, coughing, coughing. Finally, I I, I get over it and I, I continue eating and he just stops and he looks, he makes like the strangest face and he's like focusing and he look, he's trying to make himself choke. <laughs> I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, <laughs> just something in my throat too, mom. And I was, he's like, I'm, I, got, I swallowed the corn wrong. <laughs> and I was like, really? really oh i'm so sorry to hear that they're so funny how they and do i'm that. just like really like it's not something to be proud of like, mom's doing it, it seems oh, cool yeah and then anytime he like drinks like really really fast he pretends to burp he go eh. <laughs> and he's like he's like it's like you have to burp after you drink like that's what i'm like 
I do. Who does that? Is it me? Is it Luke? Like, I don't know. It's funny where they like pick these, like, you wonder where they pick these things up. Yeah. Brandon picks up the weirdest things too. Right now, he's, I meant to tell Reese this. Today, he, I'm trying to get him ready to leave. And he, he goes, Mom, I can't. I'm hunting with Willa. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm hunting. I'm like, okay. And then we're at my mom's house this afternoon. And shout out to my mom who totally took him last minute and offered to just take him so I could go to my appointment in peace and, get ready for my appointment she's like let's just keep him she's like i'll take him home later thank you mommy that was a lifesaver mm-hmm. um but he's in the hall he's like mom i can't leave i'm hunting with bentley <laughs> i'm like mom where did he get this from and she's like i don't know he must have seen it I'm like we never talk about hunting yeah. no one in this family has ever gone hunting right right i'm hunting mom i can't come on bentley we're hunting that's so funny oh uh speaking here. of willa are you going to introduce- prepare willa <laughs> Yes, I was going to say, are you going to introduce Willa to the baby just like you did with Brayden? Yeah, that's our plan. Um, It'll be easier this time because we can, like, leave the hospital room. Right. We couldn't leave to bring anybody. No one could come get anything from us. Yeah. And we couldn't give anything of Brayden's to my parents because we just couldn't even leave the room. Right. Um, So we did it quickly before they brought the dog home. Um, Did you do, like, a blanket or? um... We did, a. um, I think, one of his receiving blankets. Yeah, that's what we did, too. And she actually slept on it that whole night. Um, she stayed, I think one extra night at my parents and mm-hmm. she slept on it all night. Nice. Like it was almost like she knew. So we're going to do that with, with baby girl too. Poor Willow's going to have the most good Lord add into the chaos. <laughs> I want I wanted to ask, um, at the earlier of the episode, but now it's too late. Cause now it'll just be stupid. But I wanted to ask, yeah. it's like, do you do the same thing, um, for, for my your dogs. children as you do the dogs? Do you bring a blanket home so the children can sniff them? <laughs> <laughs> Well, according to my no, actually, I won't tell the story. Never mind. <laughs> I don't know who listens. Emmett Hunter, smell this. This is what your baby brother's gonna smell like. <laughs> it's a family smell. <laughs> Do you smell it? That's what the, ba- my, the baby. My like the baby smell- would like take a huge poop on it, and Brady be like, I was "Just gonna say Ew. that." <laughs> Why Mom, does it smell like poop? <laughs> I smell something. That's his new thing. I smell something. Like, is it you? I told him the other day. He's like, I was talking to him, and he goes. I smell something. And it was my coffee breath. And I was oh. like, is it mommy's coffee breath? He's like, yeah. So today I'm changing him and he goes, mom, I smell something. It's your coffee breath. It's <laughs> like, you're so rude. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Brayden probably won't be sniffing her blanket. <laughs> he, he's always welcome to, but. You know what though? He might just because Will is doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. He put it in his mouth. Uh, maybe I can add that to. <laughs> if i ever do a preparation for new siblings <laughs> let your first child that feels like i feel like there's some holistic people who probably do that probably. i'm sorry if you listen to this podcast and you are one but <laughs> listen let your first no, you know what you know baby. what bring us your feedback has it worked <laughs> like i would like True. to know <laughs> if you've if you've made your first child smell the scent of your second child and it worked i would i mean i'll try anything once <laughs> I'll try anything once. <laughs> That's so gross. Oh yeah. There's I probably think, people who do it. I think right now, um, what's gonna be interesting is it, we see that Hunter, um, Hunter constantly takes things of Emmett's and Emmett's get Emma gets so offended by it. He hates it so much. <laughs> he just for some reason Hunter just gets 
uh, attached to Emmett's things. It's really bad. So <laughs> I'm curious. I know. So I'm curious to see that when this little one in my belly gets older, if he does the same thing to Hunter, and the Hunter's gonna be like, "Well, this sucks." <laughs> Hunter, and like he, the well, baby's gonna have all Hunter's Emmett. things. Hunter's <laughs> exactly. gonna have all Emmett's things, and Emmett's just gonna be like, "Well, <laughs> Emmett's gonna have nothing for Emmett." <laughs> He's like, well, listen, Emmett, you wanted a baby. Real quick, the other, uh, real quick, we have like three minutes, four minutes left. So the other day, I thought this was really, really interesting. And I don't know where he got it from. But the other day, Emmett was listening to, um, Hunter wanted to listen to something on the Alexa. Uh And he said, Alexa, play whatever it was. So (laughs) for some reason, she started playing Carrie Underwood. So I was like, all right, cool. (laughs) Good choice. So so Hunter's listening. Emmett Emmett goes, Alexa, stop. So he stopped and goes, Hunter's like, I was listening to that. And I was like, do you even know what you're listening to? Like, you don't listen to Carrie Underwood. Big Carrie. But I was like, okay, no big deal. So then Hunter goes up to Alexa and he goes, Alexa, play Into the Unknown from Frozen. Yeah. So she starts playing Into the Unknown and then Emmett stops Alexa again. So then they were playing a couple minutes later. (laughs) Emmett says, Alexa, play Kids Bob. So she starts playing Kids Bob. And then Hunter starts freaking out now because he's like, wait a minute, you stopped my music, but now you're playing yours. Like he like kind of put those things together. The gears are clicking. So we started freaking out. And I said, Alexa, stop. I said, Emmett, if you're going to play your music, you need to play your brother's music too. Okay. We only have, we can only listen to one thing at a time and you need to take turns. You stopped his music. So now he's going to stop yours. Like that's not fair. So I said, go in the other kitchen and listen to the Alexa in there. And then I'll have Hunter listen to something in, in the living room. And it's in the other kitchen. That's where Emmett's room is. It's like right over there. So yeah, I have two kitchens. It's a big long story for those of you who don't know. <laughs> you, you can DM me about it if you really want to. <laughs> um, She's so, just super rich. And yeah, no, I'm <laughs> to not. Imagine. So um, he goes to the other side. He doesn't put the Alexa on. So I walk over. I was like, buddy, you can listen to your music over here. I said, but it, you have to understand you and Hunter have to take turns when it comes to listening to your music. You cannot just listen to your own music. So he said, well, I'm the firstborn. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And <laughs> this is like, as a third child, I have a lot of problems with this. <laughs> Excuse me. So I was just like, first Down, of all, let me tell you something. I have never referred to him as a firstborn. So I'm very curious where he got I know, this it's from. Funny. Where did he hear that? I was like, you're six. What? He's like, I'm the firstborn. And I was like, that does not entitle you to only play your music, <laughs> sir. Like, we, we have to take turns in this That's family. Awesome. <laughs> I just thought that was so weird that he, like, put that together. He's like, well, I'm the firstborn, so I should get my way. I it's like, that. no, that's not how it works, sir. I mean, good reasoning. <laughs> but again, oh, you're, like, man. the wrong person to say that to. Exactly. <laughs> I'm the third. Listen, I got... Okay, I'm not going to lie. If you ask my siblings, I was kind of spoiled. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> She just has um, a lot of salty feelings. I listen. It's it is what it is, you know. And I'm I'm a I'm whatever. I turned out fine. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> sit down, Emmett. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like, I'm like, listen. This baby here is going to be like me because it's number three. So you're actually you're um, going to spoil him. Imagine. I probably you know you do all the trips for listen, him. We're the- running out of money. There'll be no spoiling anymore. <laughs> We're all staying home. <laughs> We're done. We're not going anywhere. No one's getting toys anymore. We're done. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. We've got less than a minute. Any last final words you have to say, Jessica? In this no, episode? but um, just, you know, anytime there's a life change of any sort or even a little change, even going to the doctors, going to grandma's house, preparation is key. Preparation is key. We prepared Braden for Paw Patrol life. Not to be confused with preparation H, but that might help too. <laughs> if you're pregnant, you might need it. <laughs> I don't yet, but I'm sure it's coming. (laughs) 
All right, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good ba- uh, night. Have Bye. a good bye. <laughs> Have a good bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>